0: Sparkling water <laughs> burping, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, hi guys, how's everyone doing? Um, welcome to our soul episode. It's just me and Jen today. We really get into some
1: details about our experiences and our life and our perspectives
0: and it, it was super therapeutic. Uh, (laughs) i don't know about you how you guys are gonna feel but we (laughs) felt great so (laughs) um no i think we got into a lot of really interesting topics we brought up some questions from past episodes and we brought in some listener questions yeah Yeah, it's a lot of like good stuff i think it's a solid episode to listen to while you're quarantining quarantining. If
1: there's a specific guest you want to have on just let us know
0: as always You can always reach out to us individually or on our podcast Instagram, Good Bad Behavior Podcast, Yeah, and we'll get back to you. Yeah, guys, so enjoy.
1: What a journey, this. No, but I I am technologically challenged, but this is like a whole nother level.
0: For everyone listening, we just spent 30 minutes trying to get Jen's mic to work, and... (laughs) No, we almost gave up and then we realized her volume was down. Yeah. And that still didn't work. So we're back so to square one. If
1: anybody mark. has any technological
0: <laughs> dealing with the Advice, podcast,
1: mic. please
0: DM me. Um, you could help me out for the next one. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying, but it's, we're not there. So she's been honest to God using this mic for what? many a sessions and not actually been using your mic the whole time i thought it's been working but <laughs> apparently it's just the computer mic that I'm yeah using, so and she's thrown out her instruction booklet so <laughs> yeah that's all we got it's that's fine. all we
1: got that's all we got we'll be crisper so for you is next on time her computer.
0: <laughs> anyways anyway how's everyone doing hopefully I- What month is it? It's April?
1: Yeah, it's April now. Did you do anything to celebrate Easter, Jen? I did not. My family did like a small little dinner at home, but I'm not that religious. What did you do? Yeah,
0: we're not super religious either. So we didn't have – I was on the West Coast for Thanksgiving this year, so we did like a mini Thanksgiving dinner, um, mostly because my mom wanted to have leftovers for once in this like quarantine because every like she's not used to cooking for four people. Right. again and so we made like a turkey and stuffing and all the things and now i'm very very full but so you had thanksgiving cool. on easter we did i love mostly that. just the food other right. than that we didn't really do much different we watched right. um a bunch of netflix and had like champagne and stuff but Aww,
1: that's so cute it was nice
0: you know I love that. okay we put on clothes other than leggings
1: how has it been with your family
0: Um, pretty good we've gotten into like a full routine we just kind of have to like like I said before give each other space during the day and then at night we like watch a show together and that's like all she wrote very like simple but
1: that's so cute I'm glad you guys figured that out sadly with my family we were not able to figure that out we have more people than you though we have yeah and one's in law school one is in college so it's just like a lot. <laughs> a
0: lot of different personality types. And you have like three dogs, right? don't you? Yes. yes. So, so that's, like that's a it lot ain't... more moving parts. For sure. But, <laughs> but we're, we're making it work. And just good. like, well, we won't get the time back. So hopefully we won't get the time back. We'll see. that. So we wanted to take this episode and like talk about just like with each other and just have no guests and just talk about dating and life and relationships and like how we've gotten to where we both are. Even though we're single, we've like, I think both of us have gone on our own separate journeys with dating and like finding what we need for ourselves. Yeah. Which for us has gotten us to a point of not being in a relationship, but like knowing what we're looking for and I guess willing to wait. So we wanted to kind of like break that all down for everyone. So, yeah.
1: And just so like you guys get to know us better. As far as that goes for me personally, like I've always kind of had the mindset of, Well, not always, but as of now, I have the mindset that like, I'd rather be single and happy than in a relationship that's toxic or unhealthy. I, after dancing for the Nets, I jumped into a relationship. I moved into live with a guy way too fast. It was probably like three or four months, but in the city, it's like really easy to do that because the rent is so high and stuff. And, um, are you guys living together? We were living together, and we lived together for a year. This is, like, four years ago, three, four years ago. A couple months in, we both knew, like, this was a mistake. We tried to make it work. At that point in my life, I don't think I had a strong strong sense of self or knew who I was. So it was really easy to, like, adapt to his way of life. Like, start doing things his way. And, like, he was a Virgo, and Libras and Virgos don't really mesh to begin with. But he had his own way of doing things. And because I didn't know who I was fully at that time, I just kind of let his way of things Mm -hmm. go. And I accepted that. Whereas now if I were in that situation, I think it would be much different. That kind of taught me a lot about like what I want, what I don't want in a partner. Since then I've had, I've dated for like months at a time, but nothing that has been that serious. How did your relationship with that guy end? We ended the lease, and then you know it was a year, and we were we both moved home, so he moved back to Long Island. I moved back to Jersey. I think we both knew like this is there's yeah. nothing left here for us. It was a slow detachment because I think we were both almost codependent on each other yeah and um but
0: yeah, we slowly just kind of fizzled out. I feel like it's also easy to hold on to something like that because you're if you have to move home and then you're thrust back into your old like your old family life and then you're you want a piece of adulthood or a piece of like what you had together so then you kind yeah. of hold on or at least like I'm sure you guys like texted and like kept some what of a thing going probably longer than it should have right I like that's really easy to fall into or like I feel like a lot of people do that you have like Either it's a relationship or, like, a guy that you're texting just to, like, keep things. feels like you're, like, dating and, like, being active in that part of your life, but you're really not almost, like, holding yourself back from other things because it's hard to be just, like, alone, essentially.
1: Yeah, it's definitely hard to be alone, but what I've learned is that a lot of times when We're texting other people or trying to fill some void. A lot of times it's something that we need to be giving ourselves. Yes. Like we're looking for something that we actually need to be giving ourselves, whether it's time or self-care or like whatever the case may be. Um, What do you think you
0: were missing in that time that you were keeping things going with him?
1: What I was missing was like a lack of sense of self. I was still like discovering like Mm -hmm. who I was, what I... Needed and I just didn't know yet. And I and I get that dating is about learning what you want, but I think because we jumped into like this year long thing, Mm -hmm. it probably should have just been like a two or three month, like, oh, let me date him and figure out, learn about myself a little bit more and what I want and what I need. But because I jumped into the whole thing, it like kind of backfired. But what was missing was a sense of trust. He was very controlling. Um, He, like, I remember one night I was like, I'm going to go out with my Nets friends. Mm -hmm. I I was off the team, but I was still going to go out with them one night. He's like, you're really going to go back to that life? Just Uh very, like, insecure and controlling. And I allowed it. Like, that's what I mean when I, like, turn red flags green. Like, Mm -hmm. I accepted it and allowed it where it should have been a hard, like, out. Like, you can't let me live my life, no thank you. That's
0: yeah, Why? do you think just because you're like a kind person and you just like see the good in people, is that why you do the thing where you turn the red flags green or what is that about for you? Well,
1: no, I don't do it as much anymore. I'm not sure. I think Yeah. I just prioritized being with someone over what I actually needed. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't strong enough at that time to be like, yeah, I would rather be alone And it's sometimes, sometimes you can't see it until you're out of it. And then once you're out of it, you're like, oh, I get it now, sort of thing.
0: Yeah. I think I do the opposite where I like, I find the littlest thing and I'm out. Like, I push people away in a sense because I'm like, I don't want to waste my time, essentially. And so instead of, not that I don't give people chances, but I usually just look for reasons not to jump into things, I think and in a way it's protected me from like getting my heart broken or ending up in situations that aren't good but also I'm like there could have been times where right yeah I should have seen something go a little bit longer like given something more of a chance
1: have you done that forever or is that something that is new yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think yeah I think that's like my um, my go-to is usually just like not that I run away from things I just like I shut I shut I put up walls essentially when I see things go wrong and that's been like little things have happened and i've done that or if it's been like major i just come into things with walls yeah depends on the situation um and like that helps me in a lot of ways it helps me like stay away from things that will go really badly if i had stayed in them or it's been like keeping me single for as long as it's had (laughs) so i don't know how long have you been single so technically 28 years, like I've dated and like I have but I haven't like had a full on like, you're my boyfriend, I'm your girlfriend relationship. Wow. So yeah, I mean, it's like, and then I, it's good because I haven't been heartbroken and it's not affected my life in that way, which is like yeah. great. But then I'm like, maybe that's a thing that you have, to, like, I feel like everyone should probably go through those things. Right. And I have in my own way, not necessarily in relationships.
1: I think that's so interesting and yeah you definitely have saved a lot of grief because I remember a couple breakups where like months out of my life were just like completely not ruined but it was so hard to like get Mm -hmm. by so yeah you definitely have protected your heart and I think like now these days I'm probably a little bit more like you whereas I put up walls but it's more of now a sense of like if you're gonna be coming into my life you're gonna enhance it or you're out and I agree vice versa obviously but I think it's finding the happy medium between what we do now and like what I used to do Mm -hmm. like
0: explore things have fun with it yeah I think it's definitely about finding that balance and I've learned that through like I've like learned what my process is and like what I've been doing to push people away so now I'm like okay I have to notice when I'm doing that and when it's like good for me to do that and when it's like I need to not do that essentially. Right. Um what are some we talked about this I think with Lindsay a little bit. What are your like non-negotiables now in dating?
1: Um so definitely someone who's not controlling cuz we know huh. that uh triggers me in a really bad way. Um someone who is can communicate their feelings, who's in touch with their feelings, who isn't afraid to like be vulnerable and mm-hmm. I think like the hottest thing a guy can do is like talk about his feelings. Cause to me that just emotional intelligence is just really like, obviously I want to want to kiss you and have sex with you too, but like (laughs) super important, but, but also that emotional intelligence and like a growth mindset. Like I want to learn things together. I want to experience things together. I want, I feel like in my past relationships, it's kind of been like very competitive. For some reason and I just want there not to be that competitiveness like more like a learn
0: from each other sort of yeah thing. I would love that like somewhere some essentially you can be your best self with them and then I want someone that's going to inspire me to be that person and to not stay complacent once at where I'm at right but like to do that together and for someone to respect my own drive and my own like visions for myself but also do that yes. for him so yeah it's it's a lot to ask for I've noticed I, but don't, is it like, I don't know. I mean, it it's not. I, I think if you like put it on paper, it doesn't seem like it it's is. It's a lot. It's, it's hard, hard to, to find. find yeah. But I don't think it's a lot to ask for.
1: It's yeah. It's basically just like being a good friend, but obviously having
0: the romantic mm-hmm. element. That's the, that's the part that. that's been missing. Like I've been able to find, do you believe that you can like find different types of relationships in different people, for example. So like, I feel like I've been able to like almost fall for two people at the same time, but for different reasons. So like I was getting one part of a relationship where it was like the emotional side of things. Like I had like an emotional connection to the person and then the other one was more of a physical. So Mm -hmm. it's like I compartmentalize a relationship into two people right for whatever reason but I didn't so interesting it was super interesting but also like not fulfilling in either way because I was getting I was like filling myself up in the ways that I needed but like not in one person which is not was this at the same time it was around the same time yeah that's so
1: interesting I totally believe that different things, different people bring different things to the table but it's almost kind of like And and this is the hardest part like having the conversations with people, like, hey, like, I really love how this is going, Mm -hmm. but want to work on this. And it's all and it's like finding sexy ways to like have those conversations
0: where it's not like awkward emotions and feelings and needs. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like talking about your needs too, especially is difficult because you. I don't know. It's just like doing it in a way where you're not like, am I being naggy? Am I, is this annoying? But is like, it too soon. Is yeah. It like, yeah. But then essentially it's like you're asking for what you want. And hopefully the right person will respect that and find that sexy in a way too, because I, it's like and not I, everyone does that.
1: And I think the right person would, because I think the yeah. right person would want you to speak your mind and would like that about you that you're in touch with your values and priorities and what you need in a relationship and I think that the right it wouldn't scare the right person away if it's a fuck boy and they're just looking to like fuck around of course they're gonna run away from that but maybe that's a good thing yeah exactly so
0: um do you believe in the like notion of needing to fully love yourself before you can love someone else or do you think it's like you can get there in a relationship
1: I do believe that growing with someone is a possibility, but I, I think that you do have to have a strong sense of self and a strong love for yourself before you can have a healthy relationship. If you don't learn to love yourself and if you're not like in touch with what you need and stuff like that, it's going to be tumultuous or you're, it's going to be toxic or you're going to get in fights or it's going to be very unhealthy in some way. So mm-hmm. I think like being on the same page about, yeah, I think you should really love yourself first. What do you think?
0: I think, yes, I agree. Like you need to have that strong, at least sense of self and love for yourself. Like, I don't think it needs to be like looking yourself in the mirror and be like, oh my God, I'm amazing. And I'm so hot and I'm perfect. Right. I think it needs to be like that crazy, but just like a sense of just knowing of like your needs, your wants, and so that you can go in a relationship and not like demand those, but like. Have your non-negotiables and stay true to yourself in that relationship. And I think that comes from like knowing who you are and like what your your not your needs are in a separate relationship from yourself. I love that. I think that knowing yourself
1: worth going into any relationship is super important because there could be things that you don't love about yourself. Like, and I think that's normal. Yeah, like we all have things we want to improve on or work on, or whether it's physical or you know, something, a habit we do that we want to break or something in a relationship. Like we're always working on something. Mm -hmm. I think going into a relationship, knowing like, regardless of what this person thinks about me, I still have my self-worth and like, regardless of what happens, it doesn't make me
0: any less Mm -hmm. of a person. And I've heard it of people too, like seeing that the person that they love, loves them back, it gives them even more self-worth. So I've seen that happen too. So I think it's like, they both can exist at the same time but yeah. we'll I think you're right for each other. Yeah. <laughs> but it is important to have like your own self-worth and before you go into anything, I think for sure. Yeah. But and do you have any like couples that you admire? Cause I feel, um, I've been told before that if you find couples that you aspire to or people that like a relationship essentially that you want, it's a good way of like understanding that could exist for you so do you have like Um, famous people or famous couples that you like or even like couples in your friend groups that like you look up to you have a great point with that
1: but I don't know that there are any relationships that I'm like oh my god I want that yeah especially on social media it's so hard Mm -hmm. to know exactly what goes on behind the scenes but I think that if you do have that it's great do you have anyone that you look up to
0: yeah, I've I've like tried to make a list for myself just oh my so I, I'm like working on all of these things. Um, I love it. <laughs> like t- two famous ones would be like Dak Shepard and um, Kristen Bell and then Christy Teigen and John Legend. I think those are like my two main. Mostly this is what I want to have a relationship is just like constant fun and just like carefreeness, but also like a love and respect for each other.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I've seen it on social media, but also like through their like interviews and things like that. Yeah, I definitely want that in my own relationship.
1: I love Chrissy Teigen and John Legend, John Legend because <laughs> <laughs> because whenever she like does something on Twitter or whatever, like he has mm-hmm. her back like a hundred percent. Always, and I love that. Yeah, absolutely love that.
0: I know they also have their own careers and they, but they respect each other's careers so much. Like when Chris, I remember because he got that like award or something. And John was like, finally, she's getting like the recognition, recognition she deserves. Like, cause I've seen this for as long as I've known her, mm-hmm. but not everyone has like seen how like awesome she is until like, obviously people have now, but yeah, that's what I want as a, out of a relationship. But in my like own friend groups, I've seen like partial versions of what I want, but not fully like, oh, that's my, that would be like my ideal. Right. I think you can take bits and pieces from people.
1: I think it's easier said than done, but, like, maybe even bringing up in conversation one day with your boyfriend or someone who you're just talking to or partner or whoever, like, if we were to have a disagreement about this, like, how would it be handled?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because I think that says a lot about a person. If they're yeah. just, like, oh, we'll yell at each other and, like, whatever, it's, like, okay, I would rather not handle it that way type of thing. So... Like having those conversations about certain instances, like if we disagreed on this or if this happened,
0: how would you react? I think it's like getting to know each other's communication styles. And like, I know for me, it would be more important for me because I'm not confrontational at all. So just for my partner to know that. So then like, I might not say things until like way down the road and I have to. So I guess for them understanding that's the way I am. So they can like ask me more of like how I'm feeling or like know that I'm going to probably bury it. So just to like bring it out of me. Right. I think it's important just to like have that as a roadmap for when things come up down the road for sure.
1: Sydney, are you currently like on dating apps and like
0: going <sighs> out, like pursuing people? Yeah. So I'm trying as much as you can in this, you know, yeah. coronavirus situation. I was like getting to a point in LA where I was like, okay, now I, I really need to start dating. Like I need to figure it out. Cause I, I just moved there. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna take this time to focus on me and like what I need and like getting my shit together. And I started doing that. And then I was like, okay, now I'm ready to date. Cool. And then the tour thing started happening. So Yeah. I was like, well, once tour ends, I'll I'll definitely start. But now I'm grown up But I, I'm still <laughs> actively like I'm on the apps. Um, like I said, I've been talking to like just texting this guy through like from Instagram or whatever. And that's been like fun, but I wanna like you know, I want to go on a date. I've also not been on like a lot of great dates and I want to just like have a period in my life where I'm just like dating. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I get that. Um, Let's take a second. Have you been going on FaceTime dates?
1: A little bit, but it's weird. It's in this situation, a guy the other day was like, so do we just, start texting now and like, yeah. or do we wait until we actually get to meet face to face and see if there's chemistry?
0: I don't. That's a good question. I don't
1: know that there is right or wrong answer for that, but mm-hmm. it's just, it's a very confusing time for dating.
0: Right. Do you think it's harder for guys to like do this whole texting and just like FaceTiming knowing that there's probably nothing gonna, they're going to get out of it for a while? Or I,
1: <laughs> for most men, I hundred, and ten percent believe that. I think didn't
0: some guy invite you over to his apartment? Yeah,
1: and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Absolutely like, not!" Nah.
0: No, that's exactly because what if not- you're doing that
1: with like all the girls, <laughs>
0: yeah, like, that's not the you- first time he's asked that for sure.
1: And this was the guy who was like, "Oh yeah, I had Corona." Do you Ew. think I would ever come?
0: You did not disinfect his <laughs> apartment. No way.
1: <laughs> exactly. Guys yeah. are savages. That's-
0: there already were and this is adding a whole other layer to that and I just...
1: So I I want to ask you a question because this is what someone... And I've been talking to like a good amount of guys. Like I've had a lot more time on my hands in Mm -hmm. these quarantined times. So one guy said this and it really pissed me off. He said... He started talking really sexually to me and I'm fine with like Mm -hmm. going there, right? But I like to know the person first. I like to at least have met you in person, sort of trust you a little bit. I can't go, like, straight into the, like... No. ...sex texts. And he did, and he was like, I'm sorry, I just need sex. Yeah, we all need sex. Yeah. We all want sex, but it's just... I, that comment in itself, by Deal breaker for yeah. me. Yeah,
0: it was like he was not being very considerate of you or the situation and yeah I think for the maybe the right girl that was like in the mood at that moment maybe that would have worked but it was that was not right that's not who you are so but like
1: needing sex isn't an excuse
0: no like you're not a fucking caged animal like first of all you don't need (laughs) it you could live without it we all want it and we figured it out like (laughs) that's what I said (laughs) if you got two pick one change it up I don't know
1: (laughs) Exactly. But bottom line, we all want and need sex, but it's like, not like that. That's just a cop-out excuse. That's basically just saying, I need this, therefore I don't want to get to know you emotionally
0: yet. Yeah. Well then it's like, that'll be great for him. That's going to be really shitty for you. So he sounds like a douchebag, honestly. And
1: if someone's just looking for sex, that's fine, but that's just especially in these corona times, I'm like, why don't we use this time to actually get to know each other? Kind of like-, like- get
0: back to like the pursuing of male-female. I just think that we're missing that. And I feel like this is forcing us to basically court each other yeah. and get to know each other because we don't have the easy like, oh, let's go get a drink together and then probably have like sleep together later. We don't have exactly. that. So now we have to like go back to basics and like actually get to know one another. I think that makes for like a much deeper connection relationship but that's what I'm looking for maybe not everyone's looking for that right not everyone's looking for that but yeah (laughs)
1: but it does depend on what you're looking for but yeah I agree with you that we should be using this time wisely like use it to better ourselves like better your communication skills find different questions to ask ask questions that are actually gonna get you closer
0: to what you want Um, And I feel like we don't always have to have the end goal of, like, being married at the end of it. Like, we can just use that as, like, literally, like, a practice for dating outside of this or, like, texting or just, like, the simple stuff. And it doesn't mean, like, you guys have to actually, like, ever
1: for sure really even meet. Like, use it as, like, to better yourself with texting,
0: with flirting, with anything. Anything is a practice even though it's like, it's going to be fun too. Yeah, obviously. But like, it's a good skill to keep like working on. So I
1: love that. Yeah, I agree. I think everything's a learning experience if you choose to see it that way. So
0: do you have any pet peeves? Well, like simple, basic ones, like bad breath, I can't deal. <laughs> but um, pet peeves though, and like relationships, anyone like that is not inspired or like determined is a huge turnoff for me. Like I remember dating someone in college and like, He just, like, had no motivation to, like, know, like – and, yeah, I was, like, a college kid, so, like, whatever. But, like, just who I am as a person, I just need someone that's, like, always looking to, like, goals and, like, things in life. And he wasn't. And I was like, I'm out. Like, it just, like, is super under-inspiring and really not sexy to me. So that's, like, probably a big one. Yeah. I I feel the same way. Yeah. I feel, yeah. So listener questions. Okay. How do you feel about ghosting? And someone was asking how to deal with um, when someone ghosts you. Okay. Have you been ghosted before, Jen?
1: So I have done both. I have ghosted and I have been ghosted. Most of my ghosting days were in the past when I was in a place where I couldn't articulate yet how I felt or didn't want to have the awkward conversation. These days I try to like at least respect the person's time, if I'm not feeling it, just
0: Mm
1: -hmm. say it. It, It's weird in quarantine, like people just kind of sign off. I think it's like, well, we're not going to meet in person, so.
0: Yeah, it's like, you don't have to respect each other's time that much (laughs) because you're like, well, this is never going to come about, so. Right.
1: Bye.
0: I'm curious to see like who circles back Mm -hmm. and who
1: doesn't, but what about you and ghosting?
0: Yeah, I've definitely done both. And I think depending on the situation, it's, like, better or worse to use. Like, I think it's a good option for, like, the psychopath that's, like, texting right. you nonstop and, like, there's nothing there. Like, he was rude and, like, didn't get, like, when you tried to cut it off. Right. Um, but then I've done it, or I've been ghosted before where it's, like, I've talked to you about this before where it's, like, submarining where they, like, ghost you and they come back and they go, that's the most annoying yeah. thing to me. Yes. And the reason why I think that happens is because... They're psycho. <laughs> yes, but also they want to have the option to like reach out to you down the road if they're like in a it's mood. Like- book up essentially.
1: Yes. And it's a game, which is like
0: so stupid. Like
1: it's a game to them. If they're yeah. submarining, that's a game. It's like, Ooh, is she still there? Ooh,
0: is she still Ooh, there? Yeah. It's, it's like, just like it's I need a like a game. quick, like pick me up. No, no, no thanks. Right. Um, usually this is what I do. If I like delete someone out of their I've decided like, we're not doing this anymore. I like make sure I have to first I'll delete all of their text So I like can't go back and be a psycho and like read through them. <laughs> Then, like, I'll give it like a week or two and then I'll delete their number.
1: Oh my God, I love that. That's a great (laughs) idea. You're
0: you're done. That's a great idea. A a, a process of letting them go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. But I think to get to like our question, like the question, like what to do when someone goes to you, I don't know that there's a right or a wrong answer. I honestly, if they didn't respect you enough to have a conversation, maybe let them go. But I also don't think there's anything wrong with saying like, hey, listen, if you're not feeling it, that's
0: fine. Yeah. Just let me know. Yeah. Like,
1: it just depends on your personality. Like,
0: I agree. And I think it's just like respect, especially I got ghosted by someone that was like literally almost 40. And I was like, okay, are we, are we doing this still? Like if you're almost 40 and you can't even like have a conversation with someone about like the fact that we're not talking anymore, like then you're just, I can't even get behind that. But yeah, I think it's simple. Like, oh, I'm just not feeling it. It's not the right time in my life. Sorry. Like you're great. Something like along those lines is a great way to do it. But then I, like I said with guys, I feel like a lot of times they don't want to fully cut things off just to have the option of like reaching out Mm -hmm. later, which whatever. Yeah. Um, But if you get ghosted, it sucks. Like it's because it can be oh. a spirit. Like I've had a friend that was like in a full relationship and then got ghosted, like after dating for multiple months. Wow. And then he like basically ghosted her and then kind of sh- put it on her and like said that she was a bad communicator and all this bullshit. But then even <laughs> funnier, she like ran into him at a party later on after he ghosted her and just like why don't we save the awkwardness and like because that's shit like that will happen if you get if you ghost people and are being messy like that's gonna happen have the conversation
1: it's a cop-out ghosting I've done it but it's a cop-out it's literally just saying I don't want to deal with this I don't have the time to deal with this or whatever the case may be if they're in a full-on relationship and ghost that's like so disrespectful like that's basically and it's at, at this point in my life, when someone ghosts me, it's not like a, oh, my God, he didn't like me. It's like a, I'm disappointed in you. It's like I literally took the time yeah. out of my life to speak to you, and I am disappointed that you didn't even have the courtesy mm-hmm. to just let me know what's up.
0: And a lot of times we are better off if that's what the case, but it's still super annoying. And we right. feel you if that happens to you, I'm super sorry. But I guess chop it chop it up to being like, I'm better off, they suck, they can't you even. Are. Like, have if, the decency to like tell me that they're not feeling it whatever rule of
1: thumb gbb rule of thumb if anyone ghosts you ever you are better off without them
0: absolutely because they have Preach. to want to be it.
1: you have to want to be in somebody's life. you want them to want to be in your life so if they don't want to be there thank them and let them go right? thank you next
0: yeah <laughs> okay that's our thoughts on that um <laughs> Let's see. Oh, do you have like love languages that you abide by? Like, what's your love language? Yes, let's
1: talk love languages. Um, I actually, the other day, uh, so I was talking to this guy, and we did, I'm pulling it up now, we did a love language test to see how we would (laughs) feel. Oh, my God. I know. I have to pull up my, my scores.
0: Yeah. I feel like people are doing that, like, using tests and, like, zodiac signs to just make sure that everyone's compatible while we're just texting in, in quarantine. Fuck, what was your name? Wait, wait, <laughs> people <out>. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> you do the thing where you just, like, give people nicknames until they actually, like,
1: yeah, <laughs> are did, serious. But, but I, I went to one, and it wasn't him, so shit okay so let's go with through. you first okay what are your love languages Sydney um
0: mine are quality time and words of affirmation like I like to receive words of affirmation and I like to like give quality time I think that's what it is
1: yeah I think yeah I think quality time for me was like the lowest <laughs> Where the fuck? Right. oh yeah okay so here my first one is acts of service uh-huh. then words of affirmation physical touch receiving gifts and quality time which is super interesting i thought gift giving would be higher up on my list because growing up that's how my parents showed their love Uh, we didn't really have many like conversations we didn't really say i love you till we got older but their way of showing me love would be like getting me dance lessons or doing this or getting me things little mm -hmm. gifts and I really thought that would have been higher, but I guess acts of service and
0: words of affirmation. Are but I think that's team. like their way of showing love versus right. like yours. It's just interesting to know.
1: Yeah. It's interesting to know like the way you show love versus the way you need love. Mm-hmm. So for me, I show love by giving people gifts. And I I guess need love by acts of service and words of
0: affirmation. So it the two can be different. And I think it's super important to know that for a partner because like, you can be really thrown off by someone doing certain things and like yeah. knowing that that's how they show love is a really important way to be like, oh, they do love me, but I just, it's not the same way as me showing it right. in this way. So Sydney, you
1: need words of affirmation and you need quality time, but how do you show love? Is it the
0: same? I th- yeah, I'm forgetting like which one was which. I think I show love with quality time and- probably probably both i think it goes both ways for me i also like physical touch in there some somewhat but i think i receive it more that way yeah not to redo this test but like yeah, i know we'll that those are like it. the top i love it um, so it's so
1: yeah. interesting and i do think that they can change over time too like as you grow I as a agree. person like you can start to need and want different things so. and i think
0: it's who you're in a relationship to like you kind of take on their things and you give them theirs so yeah right this is another interesting question um does chemistry or like the spark that you initially have in a relationship does that die or Mm. can you keep it alive what do you think i think like the i don't know i do is it like the spark like the butterfly feeling and like that i feel like it can dimmer but i don't think it should ever fully die because if it dies then that's some that's probably not a good sign i think like yeah, like the chemistry can kind of go or the chemistry can stay, but like the spark can kind of go away. But then there can be those like little moments where like he does something, and you'll get like the tingles and like the goosebumps feeling like depending on, I don't know, your I relationship. Think, but I, I agree. I think
1: it's very important to establish the difference between infatuation in the beginning yeah. and a spark.
0: Because That's a good point. How do you tell the difference?
1: Um, well it's actually getting to know someone like for me I used to have this idea of who I wanted someone to be Mm -hmm. but that's not who they were like I would put people on a pedestal and like have hope and oh whole change but no like let's get to know actually who this person is and if you do you'll be able to know if it was infatuation with like the idea of them or if it was actually like a spark like oh my god they have all the things I actually want and need
0: that's a good point sort of thing so it's like a soft flame that stays alive. How do you feel about the people that are like, I just knew right away? I feel like I hear that a lot. Or do you think it could be like a rel- a strong relationship can be one that you just like work on and develop?
1: Honestly, I don't know.
0: Anybody yeah. can say that. Literally yeah. anybody could say that.
1: I could say if my ex and I were still together today, I could have been just like, yeah, I just knew. But I don't know that I actually, like yeah. I hoped. I just, yeah. I just hoped, but I didn't know. I mean, because he wasn't
0: the right guy. We don't know.
1: Maybe if people really know, I mean, there could be some truth to it.
0: Yeah, if you guys have relationships like that, DM us and tell us about them.
1: Yes, we want to know.
0: Or, <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. Let's do a poll. Sydney,
1: <laughs> um, so do most of your friends have boy like relation- are in relationships or? Is yeah, more- so I
0: went to college for dance and did the whole like dance route. So a lot of my friends in college were the same as me. We're like never really had relationships. Like really hard to find guys until this like I want to say this past like year or two almost all of them are now in relationships and starting to get engaged. And I'm like, what the fuck happened to me? <laughs> like, I'm not on the same um, timeline and that's totally fine. But totally. it's super interesting because like, it's it's kind of sad in a way. I feel like we get to this like around 30 age where like your mm-hmm. dynamics with friends kind of change. Because before, like when you're in yeah. college and when you're like with your BFF all the time, like you guys spend all your time together, you share everything with each other. And not that say that we still can't do those things. It's like you're your relationships will take a shift like their partner becomes like their number one and the person they do all those things with and like doesn't mean your relationship isn't still strong but like right your time and it has to change a little bit too so that's been like interesting for me and I think it'd be easier if I had my own relationship to like focus on and like do that with but I don't so now I'm kind of like
1: okay I yeah a lot of my friends are either in a relationship or engaged or married but at the same time I hate this like idea that society puts on us that like you have to do the certain things by a certain age like there's no like look at Jennifer Aniston she's fucking killing it and she's 50 and she's single and her life is probably fabulous I just don't think that I don't know I don't know if love is something that everybody wants what do you think?
0: I think we all want to be loves and love. I just, I don't, I think it's defined differently for each person, like what that is for them. And I think, like, I do want to be married and I want all of those things, but I'm also accepted the fact that I'm going to move differently. Like, I'm not worried that I won't ever find it necessarily. Like, I I feel like I have a knowing of what I want and what I'm looking for and I know what's going to happen. I'm just, I have to be really patient in order to get that exact thing.
1: That's great that you know that. And I think, like, ultimately I would love a partner to like do life with but I don't know that like I don't know I just kind of more along the lines of like if it's good for me at that point in time then sure I'll explore it but I'm not going to go actively looking for something sort of do you believe that we can
0: have like multiple soulmates in life I don't know yeah.
1: I think I'd be able to answer this better if I feel like I actually had a soulmate. Yeah.
0: I feel like depending on where you I think you can have the right exact person for the right exact time of your life. And I think that can be multiple people. And I think that there can be like one that's like all encompassing of that. I don't think we found that either of us yet. Hopefully right. not. um but yeah I think that relationships are important for like your own growth in certain aspects either even if it's just like a couple dates or like a full-on almost engaged situation I don't know yeah I agree I totally agree I think we asked this but is it possible to love two people at once equally I thought about this a lot from like being on The Bachelor and Ben said Ben Higgins we talked to his uh fiance now Jess and he said when he was on the show he felt like he was in love with two people at once Wow, I, it's possible or do you think it's like in weird situations like that
1: I think it could be possible but I think that your gut always knows if you have a strong intuition I think deep down you always know like who you gravitate towards more but I 100 percent believe that you could be that you can love two people I think there's a difference though between loving someone and being in love with them I agree
0: we were talking about the dynamics of like feminine versus masculine and how that's shifting into relationships now I because we talked about like toxic masculinity and like how people how guys are now becoming a little more feminine how women are becoming a little more masculine Mm. I think it's definitely going to change the dynamic of relationships I think it's almost good but I also think we can keep some traditions too I think it depends on for me I like the traditions of like the guy asking the girl out and like courting and all that stuff like I like that I think it changes more once you're in the actual relationship and that's I agree that um I I'm all for the dynamic changing because I don't think it needs to be like the woman is quiet and like her place is in the kitchen like absolutely not totally um so I I like the shift
1: I love that too I, I believe in chivalry and me personally I like being not the aggressor
0: Yeah, I'm not aggressive enough to be the aggressor, so yeah.
1: That being said, I have these weird, like, spurts sometimes where I'm, like, out and I, like, I'm just, like, I don't know if it's liquid courage or whatever, but I literally will go up to a guy and hit on him or, you know, whatever the case may be. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. Like, I think that there could be, like, things you lean towards more, like, Mm -hmm. but then there's also, like, explore other sides of your... Personality. If that's in you.
0: do you find yourself more successful when you go to that aggressor side nowadays? Because I feel like guys now, especially for approaching women, get super scared. Especially with like, there's like all these layers to it. But like the right. me too stuff and like you right. know, it's there's a lot of things. So do you think it helps when you approach the men, or are they usually turned off by it? Like how I
1: think it just depends on the guy. I think that the type of guys I'm attracted to would find it sexy, I think. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of times, like, those macho, like, in my opinion, like, you have to have a growth mindset, whether you're a guy or a girl. You can't just expect, oh, she's coming up to me. Oh, is she desperate? Oh, is she a slut? Oh, is she this? Like, you can't just label people as things. Like, just get to know. Maybe she's just... In a mood, in a flirty mood. Like yeah. get to know her a little bit. I what I hate is when people just label people as things without being yeah. them.
0: So. I feel like yeah. I almost have a little bit of regrets in a lot of that in New York. Cause I feel like I missed a lot of opportunities by not being the one that approached the guy. Cause it's a lot of the times like you're at the bar and he's staring at you and you're staring at him and like, no one does anything about it. Right. That could have been something or it could have been nothing, but like also what do you have to lose? I think like right. I've gotten to a place now where I'm like, if I did like someone, like, what does it hurt to like say hi or like uh. give them your number or just you know, Over okay. crack a joke, like yeah, it I don't could know. be nothing. And the more you do it, the more practice, and the better you get at it. So yeah,
1: once we'll we get to, out of here, I'm gonna yeah. be up on
0: all the dudes.
1: <laughs> I know. I think quarantine is helping us think of like things yeah. that we want to improve on and stuff, like myself Absolutely. included. And I, I think we should do a poll with our listeners and like get some tips for like how to hit on like openers, icebreakers yeah. in a, like a bar or out setting.
0: Let's do it. Okay. Let's Let's get into some other questions and then we'll wrap it up. Great. Um, Jess brought this up. uh, Jess from uh, Jess Clark. She said that she didn't want to live together before marriage and she just got engaged to Ben. So how do would you feel about that? Personally, I would want to live with someone before marrying them, but we don't have the religion. That's like, I feel like that's a key factor for her. I don't have that as much, so I would be more inclined to live
1: with them first. Just... I'm on the same page as you. I love Jess and I love how dedicated she is to her religion. And I think that's super special. And I think that vows mean something. This is what I think. I don't know it to be true. I think vows and the whole church thing means more to her than it does to me. Like for me, it's just a fucking piece of paper. I don't need to be married. I'm not a virgin. Like we could be partners. Like, would i like to be married yeah probably but at the end of the day i don't need a big wedding i don't need that like that big thing i think it's just a piece of paper and this brings me back to like all the time like the idea of marriage and like women taking the men's last name like i just i don't agree with it i don't always think it has to be that way i think women can keep their last names or I think even men can take women's last names or you can like put them together I don't think it has to be so like black and white like this Mm -hmm. is marriage I had a guy once say well if you don't want to take my last name then why do you even want to get married Mm -hmm. and to me that I was just mind blown I was like I can want marriage yeah and not want yeah yeah (laughs) and not want to take your last name it was just and it's very interesting.
0: What do you yeah, think? Yeah, it's that growth mindset, I think, for sure. And that means, like, not just, like, wanting to grow on themselves, but, like, grow on the ideas of, like, how you once saw things, like marriage or, like, how life is supposed to be. And
1: Right. And there's nothing wrong with, like, a guy saying or feeling like, well, it's kind of like how a lot of women dream of, like, their wedding day. I really didn't, but a lot of women do. And it's kind of like the same thing I think a lot of men dream of their wives taking their last name and i think it's just kind of it is what it is and it's been that way for forever but i think at this point in time we just need to like ask people if they're okay with that still because times
0: are changing this is another good point then for a question from kenny um his episode do you think that the whole like what our parents had the monogamy thing the marriage thing like how traditions were do you think that's a thing of the past or do you think we can still find that within this like new age of living
1: I think you can find it my thing is that I believe in growth so much that like I think it's very very possible that two people don't grow at the same level I think I love myself so much that I wouldn't I don't know I, I don't know if the whole death do we part thing works for me because Mm -hmm. I don't know it to be true. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how I'm going to feel. I don't know if you do X, Y, Z, and that's like not at all on my values list. Like, I think I have the right to be like, okay, this isn't for me anymore.
0: Yeah, I agree. So
1: I don't know. I think it's possible. I just... For me, I think it's possible.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's just finding, I think you have to find the right fit. And again, someone that's going to change and work, but just like you have to know what is what you need. And if that you're signing up for this person for life, like they have to know what you need, you have to know what you need, and you guys have to like be able to like
1: work and it out together things, and I know. think it's a beautiful thing when two people can choose to like work things out no matter what And it takes different mm-hmm. kind of people and I think that's a beautiful thing I know we're gonna get a lot of slack for like oh you guys are single like what do you know no I know people who do that and yeah. it's beautiful and it's great I'm just yeah. talking about like me
0: and but for not- me personally too I feel like marriage does help like, that agreement in a way. Like, you are not Locking stuck with this it. person, but you are making this agreement. Yeah, the commitment. That do you part, all these, like, to work through those things. So I think that's a beautiful thing totally. to have within your marriage. Uh, yeah. But, True. yeah, we are single, and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I've done a lot of research, and I've asked a lot of people these questions, and I like to study people in relationships. So this is just, like, our observation. I think that's it's really
1: interesting. And that's another reason, like, it ties all into, like, why we named this good, bad behavior. I think we love – human behavior we love learning about it and seeing people's opinions about it and like kenny for example he didn't believe in monogamy yeah.
0: right yeah so, he didn't know
1: and i think a lot of people are like that men and women i just think it's a personal preference these days more so than any other time
0: um yeah i are leaning towards that all of it's going gray instead of black and white which i think is good yeah. Okay, last question from our podcast and it obviously comes from Mark um <laughs> who is from the famous Netflix show Love is Blind. Do we feel like Love is Blind? Do we think that you could fall in love like that?
1: I don't think Love is Blind because I don't either Even when they were in the pods, they were yeah. still learning about each other. Mm-hmm. And like loving learning to love things about the other person even though they couldn't see them.
0: Yeah. I also feel like they signed up for that show knowing that the person on the other side was at least attractive because they were casted that way. Besides the fact, I think like, yes, you can fall in love with people without seeing them. And I think that, but I, I don't know. I feel like love and like for me falling in love, it's, there's a lot of layers to it. And I would want the whole package to know what I was getting myself into, but you know, I think it's possible, but I don't know, like- if it would be for everyone in every type of relationship.
1: Because sexual, like, attraction is super important.
0: (laughs) Yeah, which is what scares me a little bit about dating in this environment right now because you know how you go on a date, like, you go on the blind date from, like, an app, and then usually I know in 30 seconds if I like you or not, and that's just, like, you know, basic pheromone stuff. I don't know. It's just –
1: isn't that so interesting? That yeah.
0: That?
1: Is it true that like women's come out of their head, and that's why like guys smell like the top of their head?
0: Well, that's why know. like babies' heads smell so good because that's where their like pheromone <gasps> center is. I that's love like, babies. smell. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I think it's just basic like animal instinct too comes into play, and it's hard to do that through the computer screen. Totally. So. Yeah. So. That's, that's what we have for that. <laughs> A lot of thoughts. Let's do our like signature questions. Okay. break it down we've been asking everyone these questions so we thought we'd ask each other them yeah we talked about this already but the non-negotiables in life or relationship let's talk about life okay I think yours is growth (laughs) yeah for sure um I like I feel like I need to be able to really trust someone um honesty and trust and just like a ride or die like I know I can take this person to this situation to that situation and they'll be like good to go and I don't have to worry about them and we'll always be supportive of each other no matter what's going on yeah um yeah okay let's do what keeps you up at night and what gets you out of bed in the morning
1: what keeps me up at night sometimes is like anxiety (laughs) (laughs) or like I think there's ghosts and I get scared (laughs) Mm, yeah I do that in my own
0: apartment when I'm alone (laughs) I the first week I was in LA like living in that apartment I slept with a hammer underneath my bed (laughs) (laughs) because i was just like scared of everything because it was like a new space yeah and i remember i learned like deep in the middle of the night that my back door wasn't locked like wouldn't (gasps) lock so then i was like freaked out by that so then yeah i got a belt and my hammer and i hammered the belt loop to the wall so you couldn't open the door that was oh
1: my god i love that you did that that's so funny i think it's
0: really easy to get scared when you're alone yeah because you just like you hear little noises you're like this is it (laughs)
1: yeah. <laughs> There's a ghost. Yeah. So I'm about to
0: buy. <laughs> I agree. And I think things that get me up, like things that I didn't fulfill in the day or anxieties or like I just have like a lot of ambitions and like yeah, I have trouble, I guess, sleeping if I feel like I didn't, you know I wasn't giving or giving my day worth or like I didn't accomplish enough, which is like my own shit I have to deal with. But that definitely keeps me up at night. Yeah, I
1: feel you on
0: that. Um what gets me out of bed in the morning is I think those ambitions. Yeah. Yeah, Same. Wanting to do better every day.
1: Yeah, I have, like, crazy, crazy goals that, like, if I told a small-minded person, they'd probably laugh at me, but I think it's important to have those, like, reach for the moon type of, like, yeah. I remember when I was younger, I made a vision board, and on it, I was, like, I don't know, I must mean, like, 16 or 17, and on it, I put a Nick City dancer and, mm-hmm. like, all these things that I wanted. And literally manifested all of them. Was I a Nick City dancer? No, I danced for the Nets. But just as good. It's like it's like I truly believe in the power of manifestation and like setting huge goals. And so like those goals are definitely what gets me up in the morning.
0: I agree too. It's like I think about this a lot. Like we have this one life, and like what? Why not? Like, why not have these crazy goals or ideas or, like, ambitions for um, ourselves? We don't have to tell anybody anybody about them. Like, that's for us. We hope there's one life to live. Like, fuck it. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Like, go on The Bachelor. Like, you did. Crazy, yeah. like, live and, like, don't ever for a second worry about what anyone thinks because it literally doesn't matter. And
0: that's on them, honestly. It's their own issues if they have problems with that.
1: Exactly. It's just an opinion and who opinion is like you know in your heart what's true and just go for whatever makes you happy
0: um do you have someone that inspires you the most or something
1: oh my god I'm so indecisive you go first oh my god I was was like (laughs) um myself
0: (laughs) I think Um, myself too honestly I I also find uh people in different like aspects of life that I like I'm working towards for example like when I was trying to be a Knicks dancer, like I would, certain dancers or certain like aspects of them that I was trying to portray or like when you're,
1: right,
0: you know, depending on what you're doing in life. Like for relationships, I look to other relationships of the people that inspire me that I can take away from. So yeah, I think you can do that in like a lot of different levels.
1: Yeah, I agree. But I don't have like
0: one person besides like Oprah that I would maybe like look up to. Right.
1: Like I think there's people who are killing it like financially or like with their you know, careers or, like, their creative side. And I, too, have, like, multiple people.
0: Um. Okay. What's a mantra or motto that you live by? I should have thought about this before.
1: I actually have a bunch. I'm going to pull it up in my spreadsheet. Oh, wow. (laughs) So I have this, like, yeah, it's pretty intense. Is it bringing me anxiety or joy? Mm -hmm. A lot of times I get in my head and I, like, have that perfectionist mindset like all or nothing needs so black and white like needs to be completed but then if I like take a step back and like ask myself wait is this actually bringing me joy and making me happy or is it just like a task that I feel like needs to be completed sort of thing it's like setting boundaries yeah I'll you got in the spreadsheet um thoughts become things I truly believe in that yeah. that's why it's important to think things into existence and have big dreams um a lot of times I used to, like, judge myself and be really hard on myself. And one thing I worked through with my therapist was every experience in life, it's just information and experimentation. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you kind of switch the flip, flip the switch. <laughs> or the word. It <laughs> was a double switch of the flip. <laughs> and the switch. That's amazing. If you do that, then you'll be able to – what was I saying? anyways. No, <laughs> yes, you'll, yes, no, you'll be me. able, you'll be able to not judge yourself for it and just like learn the lesson out of it. Okay. So, yeah. so I went on a date and it was horrible. Okay. That's inform-
0: information. Yeah. It's like, did you die? It no, you didn't die. Just information. Use yeah. it
1: for next time. So what about you? Did you come up with any?
0: Um. Okay. So my dad would always do this thing when I was little where I, I am so in my head a lot And he would just be, like, well, you – who controls your brain? And I'd always have to, like, point to my head and be, like, I control my brain. And I always, like, would be annoyed and, like, crying or whatever I was doing at the time. But it's true. Like, you have – it's your brain. You control what comes in, what goes out. And, like, it's, like, the thing where it's, like, you give people permission. Like, what is that quote where it's, like – Yeah, you you have the power. (laughs) Wait, what is
1: it? I know it.
0: Fuck.
1: Nobody has
0: the – powered. with I consent or something that or we're gonna get it oh
1: yeah nobody has
0: you can't wow uh, nobody can make part. you feel
1: a certain way without their consent
0: but yeah so no one okay here i found it inferior no, yeah no one can make you <laughs> feel inferior without your consent okay <laughs> love that it got so there true. enough round way, but we yeah got like, there but it's so powerful and you it's control so true. how you feel and like how you represent yourself in life so yeah okay, okay. Um, last one. What is something bad or good that you, that, wait, shit. What is something bad that you do to help yourself feel good? Ooh. Um, I mean, there's a very obvious answer to this one, but I don't know
1: if I want to say it.
0: I know. I can be a lot of things. (laughs) I could be food or like doing things with people that you probably shouldn't, but then you feel good for a little bit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Both of those. I would like to just say that the quote that we were trying to figure out was No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. And it's by Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> it's a good one. So sorry for that journey we all went on from trying to figure out what I was talking about. But that one is one that I live by.
1: <laughs> Me too. I, I love that. And I, that's a great reminder. And it's also a great place to leave off on.
0: Yeah. Um, I follow- therapeutic for me today and that was nice I hope that you guys connected with us on some level on those things even if you don't just even if you don't agree with us that's totally fine that's what we're talking about to give our opinions we want to hear from you too if you have different opinions or different examples send them our way and we're super curious what you guys think so send over all your stuff yeah, we love different perspectives and it's all about growth and learning and that's the best way to do it by hearing from you and each other and yeah. keeping open minds, right?
1: If you guys liked this and want us to do another solo episode, uh, send over some topics that you want us to discuss.
0: Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So if you guys you can um, message us directly on Good Bad Behavior Podcast on Instagram, or on our own Instagrams, we are always available and want to you know chat.
1: Yeah, Good Bad Behavior Podcast on IG, and that's all.
0: Yeah, so we have got lots of great guests coming in, but send more that you want to hear from, and we'll see you on the next one. Till next time, happy quarantine. Bye. <laughs>